2: Good morning. I'm Michael McKee in the Bloomberg 991 newsroom in Washington, D.C. An hour from now, we'll be talking with Richmond Fed President Jeffrey Lacker. Tom Keene is in the bureau in New York. We're keeping an eye on the market slower after the Fed suggested yesterday a rate hike may be coming in June. We've also got, though, some counterbalancing news. Walmart surging. Shares up 9% after... The company reported same-store sales up 1% in profit that blew away estimates, 98 cents. Uh, analysts had forecast 88 cents. A uh, very big surprise for Walmart this morning. Blackstone says it is weighing the sale of its $11 billion Logicore warehouses. People want to get out of the commodity warehousing business. And Bayer making an unsolicited takeover offer for Monsanto The St. Louis-based company has a market value of $42 billion. We'll see what the uh, offer actually is. Monsanto says it's reviewing the offer but did not disclose terms of the proposal. We're also keeping an eye on the latest on the Egypt Air flight that crashed somewhere in the Mediterranean overnight. Michael Barr is here. With the latest. Michael.
3: Mike, thank you very much. Prosecutors in Paris say they've opened an investigation into an Egypt airplane that disappeared while flying from Paris to Cairo over the Mediterranean Sea early this morning. There were 66 people aboard Flight 804. French President Francois Hollande through an interpreter. The information that we have managed to gather the ministers, members of the government, and the Egyptian authorities um, confirm, alas, that this plane had crashed and it has disappeared search and rescue crews have been sent to the site where flight eight oh four last made contact about ten miles into egyptian airspace lawmakers in the u.s house could vote as soon as next week on legislation to help financially troubled puerto rico a revised bill was introduced last night that would create a control board to help manage the U.S. territory's financial obligations and oversee some debt restructuring. Puerto Rico is $70 billion in debt and faces defaulting on a $2 billion debt payment on July 1st. Boxing great Manny Pacquiao is closer to a possible crack at the presidency in the Philippines. Today, the 37-year-old was proclaimed one of the winners of the Philippine Senate seats. Global News, 24 hours a day. I'm Mike LeBar.
2: Mike, Tom. Thank you, Michael. Time now for the Land Rover Parsippany Bloomberg NBC Sports Update. Here's Rob Bush.
0: Hey, good morning, Mike. The Knicks, they love the shooting guards as they have now hired Jeff Hornacek, the former sharpshooter for the Utah Jazz and Phoenix Suns, to be their next head coach. He has no experience running the triangle offense nor a relationship with Phil Jackson. He did have his team, though, in the top 11 in three-point shooting in the last two seasons. Kurt Rambis' role remains unclear with the team. The Warriors last night jumped back into the conference finals, taking down the Thunder 118-91. Steph Curry had 15 points in less than two minutes during one stretch. He had 28 overall. He did dive into the crowd, away with a pretty bad knot on his elbow. They will examine him there. Tonight, game two, it's the Eastern Conference Finals. Cleveland up 1-0. They take on Toronto. Yankees a winner, 4-2 in Arizona. Nathan Uvalde retired 18 straight at one point. And the Mets, they fell 7-1 to the Nationals on the ice. Pittsburgh, they beat the Lightning 4-2. They take a 2-1 series lead. Sharks and Blues game three in San Jose tonight. That series tied at one. That's your NBC Bloomberg Sports Update. Mike.
2: All right. Thank you, Rob. Uh, We have not mentioned oil prices in the markets today. They are a tad lower. West Texas, 47.25, down 2%. Brent Crude, 47.79, off 2.3% so far. This is Bloomberg Surveillance. I'm Michael McKee. I'm live in the Bloomberg 99.1 newsroom in Washington where in about uh, an hour we'll be talking with Richmond Fed President Jeffrey Lacker. Tom Keene is in New York. We're keeping an eye on the markets. They are adjusting, shall we say, after yesterday's Fed minutes suggested we're going to see a rate increase, S&P futures are down two points, almost three points right now, one-tenth uh, of a percent. Dow futures off 13, about a tenth of a percent. The Bloomberg NJIT STEM report is brought to you by New Jersey Institute of Technology, investing more than $110 million a year in applied research to solve problems and improve life.
4: Learn more at storiesofinnovation.njit.com. Dot edu. Here's Bob Moon. Michael, good morning. Here's what's making news in science, technology, engineering, and math. What if a leading university conducted a landmark study on the health effects of a widely used insecticide, but the federal agency that regulates the chemical and oversees its safety was told by the university essentially this is our study? A top Environmental Protection Agency official says Columbia University administrators have told the agency that the relevant parts of the study were funded with private dollars and, therefore, the EPA wouldn't be entitled to the researchers' unpublished data on chlorpyrifos. That's the active ingredient in dozens of pesticides, and according to the EPA, it's the most widely used insecticide in the U.S. The study found it can have serious neurodevelopmental consequences, the spokesman for Columbia told Bloomberg the university is willing to provide access to parts of the research in a way that ensures the confidentiality of local children and mothers who participated in the study. As the EPA negotiates with Columbia over the data, it's being sued by a group of environmental activists pressing for a near-total ban on the chemical. Google announced an array of new apps, devices, and platforms at its developer conference aimed at keeping rivals from turning its once-dominant search engine into a relic in the age of mobile computing and beyond, among them Duo, a video calling app to rival Apple's popular FaceTime video conferencing, and Google Home is a gadget that competes with Amazon's hot-selling Echo device. That's this morning's Bloomberg NJIT STEM report. Michael. Bob Moon, thank you so much.
2: Well, coming out of the financial crisis, the Fed was forced, the Fed and banking regulators forced to put some uh, banks together to try to save some failing institutions, which only made the big bigger. Now there's concern about how big is too big. And there's also concern at PwC and strategy and their consulting business about big being too big for some of the other banks. We're joined by Arjun Saxena, who is looking at the competitive position of smaller banks, those that are outside of the big three, and suggesting that maybe they need to band together to fight off uh, encroachment by the big three and, and actually make some money. Good morning, Arjun.
1: Good morning, Mike. Thank you for having me.
2: The big three, you say, dominate market share. So the regionals are at a severe and widening disadvantage. They should consider merging?
1: Uh, that's correct. So uh, if you look at the some of the research that we have done, the big three, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, and uh, J.P. Morgan Chase have only run an 18 percent share of branches. Uh, but if you look at their recent growth, the deposit growth that they've been able to capture uh, is as much as two-thirds of that of the total market. And if you look further at the uh, checking account growth for which the debit card uh, statistics are a good proxy, it's as much as 97 percent of all the growth over 2011 to 2014. So this suggests clearly that uh, you know the regional banks, those between 10 billion and 150 billion, are the ones which are probably most impacted. Are the ones who are losing share to the big three, and uh, therefore uh, you know one of the things that they really should be thinking about is consolidation to uh, take out costs, to improve their return on equity, and to be able to free up some of the funds that they need to be able to compete head to head against the digital capabilities and the brands that the big three are being able to
2: deploy. Well, is it clear that bigger is better, that you need to have economies of scale and you need to have size in order to succeed? Uh, if that's the case, how come we have so many community banks?
1: No, that's a good question. I think if you look at the history of the U.S. banking sector, uh, what we have today is you know a, a result of the legacy that we've had of regulation and uh, – of the legislative uh, environment over literally the past uh, 70 or 80 years is the great depression and a lot of it has been driven by the fact that the us literally banned interstate banking until uh, the mid 90s almost and then it also separated uh, retail and commercial banking with investment banking quite strictly until 98 when Glass-Steagall was finally repealed, right? That's not the case in many other geographies. So if you look at uh, other OECD markets like the UK or Australia or Canada, uh, the top five, top six banks control as much as 90% of the bonds there in the U.S. because of these legislative and regulatory restrictions. uh, It is still today after the wave of consolidation we've had over the last 15 years with, you know, behemoths like Bank of America being traded out of Nations Bank or the more recent waiver consolidation post-crisis, the top 20 banks still control barely uh, 59% of deposits, right? That's the reason for uh, what we have today as market structure. And clearly, there are uh, preferences in place for local and community banks, which is why you have literally 5,000 of them uh, still in existence in the uh, late 80s, early 90s, and then there is actually a, a consolidation underway at the lower end as well right now.
2: Arjun Saxena from PwC, thank you very much for joining us this morning. He's with Strategy and PwC's consulting arm. The banks, one of the groups that benefited yesterday, shares went up for uh, the banking group after the Fed minutes came out on the idea that they will get higher net interest margins out of a Fed rate increase. We shall see if the Fed follows through and if that is indeed the case. Bank shares went up after the December Fed tightening, but and slipped back. Right now, all futures are pointing to a slip back in markets today. S&P futures off by two points, a tenth of a percent. Bloomberg Surveillance is brought to you by National Realty. 30% returns on cash in rented real estate. Find them at nria.net.